Why Date, Season 2, Episode 12, The Layers of Maximum Savagery. When it comes to why date, why do I do it is different from why somebody else would do it. Why do I do it? Because I enjoy it. I like being, I like having a partner. I mean, I grew up reading comic books. I grew up reading things like Batman. You know, Batman always had Robin at his side. I grew up reading X-Men. And X-Men always, they were a team. And I love being part of a team. I'm not a, I'm, I'm a lone wolf when I have to be, but I don't enjoy being it. And like, I, I like that experience to be able to come home and like talk to somebody and have it work like that. Um, and when we, when we initially started the podcast, the whole purpose was I was 100% for dating. I was like, dating is the only yeah. way to go, you know, get, get, get in a date as quick as you can, you know, get into dating, boyfriend, girlfriend, and all the way, just don't get married. And, um, I was opposite. yeah, and you were completely opposite. You're like, don't date, just get married to yeah. somebody, you know, business wise and all that. Um, now I can, I can definitely say my mindset has changed. Yeah. Like it's, it's changed not, over the time. Yeah. Yeah. Same. But that, that's what, that's what's, you know, we're only, we're human. Like we don't, we don't think the <laughs> same way. The stuff I look back on a podcast was the first time I was like, oh. Yo, what up, everybody? This is Dante, Dia Silent, Johnson. We are on Wide Date, episode 12, season 2. And, or season, season 2, season 2, yeah. Season it's like two, we are in season 2. Season 2. So, now, uh, just so you guys know, I got my man Max Savage here. Yup, yup. The original duo of the Wide Date. I feel like it's back and we're going back and, you know, bringing it back, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, it's not Throwback Thursday, but we call it Throwback Tuesdays. But, um, so yeah, we got my man here. I know after the last episode, we did an interview with, uh, Heartbreak Asian, and he had a few insights and a few thoughts and everything like that. If you guys tuned in into it, we haven't posted it yet, and we're actually going to be posting all the footage soon, all the, um, these interviews soon, so stay tuned for that, and then we're going to kind of, you know, the episode before we did Renaissance Man, he had a little interview here too, we brought Main Chick Jenny back, you weren't there. No, I wasn't, but I want to. I definitely want to hear that. I want to see what happens. We, we brought her back from the season one, mm. so uh, it was fun to kind of see them her how, how he was kind of asking her out in the day. It's it's kind of crazy. It, it surprised a little bit, but mm. it was a cool little thing to have Mainchick Jenny back on. So I hope we have her on again soon. So um, today will be Max Savagery on. You know, <laughs> he is going to be getting interviewed today. I'm actually, I'm actually, I'm not nervous, but like, I don't think I've ever done an interview. I've done like interviews for jobs, but you know, that's always me trying to impress somebody. This is, this is something where I'm not trying to impress. I'm just trying to tell myself and that's, that's cool. You know? So we, yeah, we, we started doing this. I know we should have done it in the beginning, our first episode, our first season, but I think kind of like we wanted to kind of give everyone a little insight about us as a speakers and then we're kind of, we're going to jump into Possibly the ending of our season two. I know it's sad, right? Mm-hmm. We're going to be jumping to season three after that point, And then it's going to be a little bit more crazier. We're going to be doing a lot of... I have a little plan out for what we got for season three. Um, and that's going to be probably the spring break edition. <laughs> spring nice. break and summer edition. Nice. So <laughs> um, This is kind of like the cuddling, cuddling season, cuffing season. But it's almost ending. Thank goodness. No more of that going on. Because, um, yeah. I'm over that whole... Cuffy thing, man. Mm-hmm. Cuddling. I don't. I don't do that. Winter's over soon. Nothing wrong with a little bit of cuddling. No, nah, man. <laughs> Nothing wrong at all. So yeah. Um, so Max Savage, man. I know we already talked about you from the first season, mm. but give a little insight about yourself, man. Like, just, just about me. Your backstory, yeah. Oh, backstory. Um, yeah. So I mean, I have a very, I have, a, I have an interesting backstory. I can say. So I mean, one of the big things is. Um, as a lot of people know, I'm Jewish, and that's cool, you know, whatever. Uh, but it's not just being Jewish. Like I wanted, I want, I've, I'm one of those people where I've never been ashamed of who I am. I've never been ashamed to tell people who I am. But I don't like doing it because I don't like to have people, uh, I guess, not believe me in a way. Like, cause I've gotten, I've gotten that my whole life. People just go, what? And I'm just like, whatever, man. But uh, the main thing is, so my father, my my father is a. Uh, it's okay. Yeah, it came early. <laughs> <laughs> My father is white. Pretty simple. Um, 
He's actually of Irish, Scottish, and uh, English descent. And uh, we found out just recently that um, my dad, my or my all my dad's dad's side of the family, um, they are part of Clan Cunningham, which are the people who kind of I guess like own um, the the lake, the Loch Ness. So like we're we're like the guardians in a way of the Loch Ness, and I'm like, then what the fuck are you guys doing here in America? <laughs> you, got, you went as far away from that place. Great guardians you are, you know. Um, and I, it, because of that, I've always identified, or people have always identified myself as being white because my father's white, and that works. I mean, it makes sense. It's yeah. fine. It explains the red in my beard and all that. Um, my mother, on the other hand, is not. My mom is black, Native American, and Jewish. Um, so she's very mixed, and with somebody who is of those mixes, she definitely looks. She looks like her own breed of person. Like I've gotten people saying, like, your mom looks Samoan, you know. Your mom looks like, you know, looks like does. this. She does. She does, <laughs> right? Because she has. I mean, she has Native American bits here, black bits there, and um, her hair is definitely like it's like thin and curly in areas, and it's it's funny. It's just she's she's a weird looking person in the <laughs> nicest way. She's a weird looking person. That's how you got somebody like me, and it's and it's it's, it's awesome. But um, you look white. <laughs> I do. I do, but my favorite thing is when you put me up against other white people, and you see that I'm way darker than they are, <laughs> and you, you start to notice little things, you're like, oh, his nose is a little bit different, and like, his eyebrow, like, my brow is way more prominent, yeah. which is definitely like a black feature, and like, yeah. you only notice it when I'm next to white people, because when I'm next to anybody else, I just look like a cracker, and hey, that's fine, you know? Um, let's see, so, uh, I actually have an actual, started from the bottom, now I'm here, story, so I'm was born January 21st of 1992, uh, born in uh, Redondo Beach, California, long time ago. Um, I was actually, and this is a true story, I was a trailer baby. My parents had zero dollars, no money to their name. My dad was working out of Taco Bell and working at a, um, working at his college as, not a, not a, not a janitor, no, he worked in the computer lab for his college. Yeah. And my mom, I don't know if she was working or not, um, so I was living in a trailer and then er once in a while being dropped off at my grandma's house mm -hmm. and like she'd watch me and I'd hang out with my aunties and shit like that um and that's that's how I was raised for a long for a good couple of years and I remember my dad tells us the story all the time where um fucking a uh, couple months later it was April uh I think it was what April 29th yeah was the whole Rodney King thing oh and my dad <laughs> said because we were there for it you know fucking the radio clicks on the verdicts there you know cops get away with it you were there in the oj time and too, huh? he was like oh shit there's gonna be a riot and as soon as he said that some dude jumped on the hood of the car and was freaking his shit people like my grandma someone broke into her house and was oh. like taking shit and they were taking me to my grandma's house to drop me off so that way they can like figure out what to do and yeah. they're like oh shit but you I mean thinking about it the safest place is to be in a trailer who's gonna break into a fucking trailer you know, no one's going to break into poor yeah. people's places to steal what? That's crazy. So, like, but that kind of got my dad into yeah. a, a fix of, like, I, I was alive for a lot of shit yeah. in Los Angeles. Um, the O.J. Simpson trial. I was, 100%. I was he there for that. that truck. Mm -hmm. I was actually freeway. there. I was there a lot. I don't know if anybody remembers this, but people in L.A. will probably do. So, El Nino, what, 16 years ago? Yeah. Um, there, it was bad. Like, it flooded everywhere. I remember people were pulling out, like, fucking those, uh, what do you call those things? Uh, the flotation devices, the inner tubes. Okay. Yeah, like people were bringing that out to try to get like across the river because the the whole freeway flooded Damn. everything. It was nuts. I remember we couldn't leave because we went to we went to an aunt's house and yeah. like we were like oh you know no big deal whatever and then we were told like we can't leave yeah. like our car will be underwater if we oh, leave shit. and I was like fuck holy shit um but no that got my dad to go no I need to be more adult my dad was only twenty one when I was born. He was, a, he was a baby. My mom was 30. Yeah. So, I mean, that's that's an interesting dilemma between the two. But oh, my wow. Dad, I didn't know she was... Yeah. My mom is... My mom's nine years older than my dad. My dad is only... He's 21 and 11 days older than me. Oh, wow. So, I mean, he was... he was He's a kid. Like, he really was a kid. And uh, I, give, I give my father tons of credit for everything. And I love the man 100%. But he wasn't raised with a dad. Yeah. Like, he was, he was raised pretty much the same situation I was at first. And he didn't want that. I mean, um, he didn't ha he didn't know his father at all, and uh, he was raised with his mom, who was kind of there, kind of not there. So yeah. he he emancipated himself at fifteen, and he moved into that trailer. Okay. And he that's where he got a job at the Taco Bell, and he would go to high school. And like my dad's a nerd, like one hundred percent. 
So, like, you know, he always had to deal with the troubles of going to, like, heavily ethnic schools, being a white guy in the middle of, like, the ghetto of Los Angeles and having to deal with that while being a nerd. And it was different times, you know, nerds weren't, nerds weren't, you know, lovable like nowadays where everyone's like, oh, I like a little nerdy guy, blah, blah, blah. Like, my dad, my dad was one of the first hackers, like, actual legit hackers back in the day. How did you, how did you meet your mom? A funny, crazy story. Funny. I know it was kind of off topic, but like, no, I no, no. kind of curious. Funny, crazy story. My parents met in college at a uh, sign language class. My parents both know sign language, which is stupid because they didn't teach me. <laughs> and the more... the st- I love signs. The stupidest part about it is somebody, because since, since they went to a sign language class, they met a lot of people who um, know sign language. Yeah. And n- this one chick, she was born... With hearing, but she was born with from deaf parents. Yeah. So she her first language was ALS and her second language was English, and it's like it's weird to think like that, but that's how she was, and um, her parents kind of raised her to be deaf, and she's not. Yeah. So it's like that's you know whack up. I wonder but, how it was at the dinner table. Just... Yeah. Right. She was just it's crazy, and she can, can do the, she can podcast. do the whole alphabet in like five seconds on her hand. I'm just like Jesus. Jitsu signs. Right. Like she she'd be so good at that. So good at that. But fucking um. So, uh, they met there, and I remember she was telling my parents that there is a study that, um, you don't want to teach your kids sign language when they're young, yeah. because they're not going to be able to comprehend, uh, words the same way. Yeah. Like, reading and things won't be the same way. And my parents are like, okay, cool, we're not going to do it. And then, lo-, it all. lo and behold, uh, I'm dyslexic, so no matter what, it wouldn't have had a fucking problem. I would have been like, yeah, <laughs> wouldn't have mattered, I wouldn't have been able to read to begin with. <laughs> I would have I would have liked right, to have known right, left. I would have liked to have known sign language though. Yeah. So that is that is a downside because I only I barely know English and that's like the only language I knew. Yeah. But I moved from I moved from Los Angeles to Oregon for two years, lived in Eugene, okay. right next to Springfield, which is where they based uh the Simpsons off of. That was Springfield, Illinois. No, nope. Springfield, Oregon. Really? Yep. Spring, Springfield, Springfield, Oregon. Oregon. I went to the mall that they always show. That's the mall that I, I, I apparently grew up in because my mom would get jobs there. And that's where my mom was teaching me about stuff about, like, how Oregon's a racist state. Yeah. Because, like, you know, she had a white child. She had a white baby walking around. And she was she was a lot darker than she is now, for yeah. sure. I mean, because you only get lighter as you get older, you know? Uh, so, I mean, she was dark and she was walking around. And people tried not to kidnap me, but to liberate me. Like, this yeah. one lady came up when my mom wasn't looking and grabbed the cart and started, like, walking away with me. And my mom was like, what the fuck are you doing? And she's like, how dare you try to steal this kid, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, that's my goddamn baby. Yeah. And, you know, it's, it was, and my mom didn't like, she likes Oregon, and she likes Eugene, and she likes some of her friends and yeah. shit, but she didn't like the attitude of everything. Yeah. And that's, I've experienced. There's a lot of people out there, man. I'm there's surprised. Some, yeah. surprised. But there's, there's, certain, there's certain parts of Oregon that, no like, idea. is so bad. I thought it was super, like. Chill? Yeah, I yeah. thought it was too. I mean, I thought I, I wanted to move to Portland for the yeah, longest time. I thought but... it was like super chill. Like it's so crazy because like it's such a um, what's it called? A liberal liberal state. state yeah, you know what I'm saying. So yeah. it's like so weird. But it it still to this day it's still racist. Like wow. one of my, one of my previous girlfriends, she was a uh, Hispanic. Yeah. And when I took her out there, Portland was fine. Like they didn't give a shit. Like they don't they don't care. And Eugene was fine. They don't care. But that drive on the five when I stopped to get gas and mm-hmm. stuff, people were giving me looks because she was Mexican. And it's like. What the fuck are you looking at? Like, yeah. she's Mexican. Like, that's practically American. Fuck off, you know? Um, but yeah, moved to Oregon, then moved to the Bay. I lived in San Jose and uh, Santa Clara. <laughs> and um, I, that's where people are like, well, that's where you're raised. And I'm like, okay, cool. Like, I'll take that. I was raised there. I lived there until I was 15, but I would... My so mom... is like an L.A. Yeah, well, that's the thing. Is my, my mom worked at the airlines at that moment, so she would we would take flights uh, pretty much every weekend to Los Angeles and so I was bouncing between San Jose and LA my the whole growing up and so we, I moved out to the uh, the valley I lived in Tracy actually I lived in Mountain House um, where that's where I went to high school so that to me I feel like that's where I actually grew up because that's where I learned how to be the person I am now is because of where I lived in Mountain House and like the people I've met in Mountain House like I don't know anybody from San Jose anymore like <laughs> nothing I don't even know places to go in San Jose um do I still consider I, I still have pride for it like I still hate that the BART station doesn't end anywhere in San Jose it literally goes around it and I'm like the fuck dude there's a big ass city the San Jose city is the, San Jose yeah yeah San Jose was uh, I think it is bigger than San Francisco yeah it's bigger, it's bigger than San Francisco and it, it was around. it was the capital of uh California three times and then they're just like, nope, give to Sacramento. 
And I'm like, dude, fuck Sacramento. Sacramento. <laughs> Sorry to offend any Dear Sacramento good. listeners. No, no offense. I'm just saying, like, I didn't like how that worked out. Um, but, yeah, so, I mean, it wasn't... My childhood was definitely difficult because I always had the problem of being mixed, yeah. you know, because I was raised with, especially colored, like, I was raised with blacks and I was raised with Hispanics, like, yeah. my whole growing up yeah. uh, time. And then well, when I move out, you know, when I started going to school, you know, I the whole thing is, I remember talking to somebody uh, the other day about that, where they're like, when you identify with somebody, like, it's it's a natural thing, like... You know, whenever you go to a school, whites will generally hang out with whites. Blacks will hang out with blacks because that's, that's, that's what you identify with. That's what you see. It's familiar to you. Yeah. And I would try to do that. But the problem is I wasn't doing it with whites. I was doing it with blacks and I was doing it with, with, uh, with Hispanics. And they weren't feeling me. They're yeah. like, yo, what the fuck are you doing here? And, like, I always felt like I was ostracized or I was, like, put to the side. And I was, like, forced to hang out with, like, white folk yeah. simply because of the fact that I have light skin. And how I... I Hated that shit. Hated it. Y'all don't know. I'm all of you guys combined. <laughs> yeah, that's just yeah, right. And I'm like, I'm all this. I'm all of you. Um, <laughs> just not be as dark. And like, it used to be. It used to be terrible. And like, um, that's honestly one of the reasons why like my dating is that way. Like, I don't date white people. Like, I really don't. I don't like to. I've dated one white chick like my whole experience. Now half white, sure, I'll take that. But I only dated like one white chick because I. I don't want that, you know? Like, I do, I do like, I like culture. I like, mm-hmm. you know, something different. I like something that's not the same basic generic thing. And my biggest fear of all has always been marrying your basic blonde white woman. I don't know what it is, but I've always had that fear of, like, that's what I'm going to, like, if I don't end up with whoever I end up with, that's what I'm going to end up with as, like, the backup plan. And I don't want that. Like, you don't want to you know, worry about a backup plan. I don't know if that makes me racist or anything, but it's like, that's just how I've always felt about it, um, which sucks, but... You're racist, okay. Okay, it's fine. Whatever, I'll take it. I'll take it. Um, racist. <laughs> what, what else? I mean, that, that's pretty much how I grew up. Um, that's pretty much how I do things. And it's definitely shaped me, because I was, I mean, I was a punk rocker back in high school. Yeah. Especially in San Jose, I was a huge punk rocker. And I hated myself. I hated everybody. I hated everything. Luckily, I, <laughs> I didn't get. Face. Yeah, I didn't get too much into drugs. To be honest, like I wasn't like super heavy into it because I didn't like not being in control yeah. of shit. Um, but I will say, like I, like I definitely I hated myself when I lived in San Jose because I, I, I had no friends. Like I felt like all my friends were just not. They were just you there, but they weren't. NFL, no friends left. Mm-hmm. Yep, NFL. And then I remember when I moved to San Jose, or when I moved to uh, Mountain House, yeah. and I started going to school in Tracy, I was like, fuck it. Like, I'm not going to do this anymore. I'm not going to try to, like... I learned for the first time. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> I'm not going to... You know, this this is a second step for me. This is a new age. I'm going to try to be a better person, which didn't mean being a better person. It meant being somebody who I could tolerate. And it sucked because that meant from sophomore to senior, I was an asshole. And, like, I hate it. Like, the shit I used to do back in high school, I was a fucking dick. Like, I made friends cry. My friends, you know, I made them cry. I called them pieces of shit. Like, I was a dick. And I hated every second of it, dude. And, like, I think back to, like, how I acted and, like, especially treating my brothers back then. Like, oh, my God, I have two brothers. I have one who's adopted and one who's full blood. And I treated my full blood brother. Actually, I treated my adopted brother better than my full blood brother. And I think that sucks. And it, I'm definitely making it up now. And, like, that's why I, I hang out with him all the time. Like, I love my brothers 100%. I'll do anything for them. But at the time, I was just angry at myself and angry at everybody. So I was just like, fuck it, you know? And, like, I didn't want to hang out with a kid. You know, I wanted to be more adult, even though I wasn't being an adult. I was just doing stupid shit. Yeah. Um, then I met my, my wife. <laughs> and um, my wife definitely beat me down and made me... But I came, I went from being an asshole to being a bitch, and I didn't like that. Um, and we were together for about five years, uh, and then once that ended, which was on my account, I, I ended that for sure. I, I broke that off, got with somebody else immediately, um, got dumped in that relationship, but didn't care too much, and then jumped to another relationship, and then just got out of another relationship. So it's like, I, I consider I've had four major relationships. In, in my life yeah. everything else you know like during actually all of high school pretty much all of middle school and shit I don't consider any of those no like, 
I, I really don't. Yeah, no like, I really don't. Like, um, no and I don't count any of the people I just, you know, had sex with as relationships. Yeah, I don't count those either. No, that's just, these, there's four big relationships, and I've learned a lot from those four big relationships, and I'm, I know I'm going to continue with it. Um, so what did you lose for your virginity at? Where did I lose my virginity? When? when and where? Oh, oh, dude, this is a great story. Ready? So, <laughs> this is... I know it's like another question, but like, I know no, it's a no, little backstory. No, this is a perfect one. This is a great story. So, um, obviously, I lost my virginity to my... To whom to be my wife. Yeah. Um, we'll call her Bliss. Um, so, <laughs> um, I was 17. Oh, first, go to how you met your wife. Oh, you want me to tell the story? Yes. Oh, dude. Oh, dude. This is the greatest. Before you do that, let's this is one of the greatest stories ever, and it sucked when we broke up because I will never have a, a situation like this ever again. Um, so, long time ago, seventeen years old. I just turned seventeen, and uh, I was in a band at this point. So, like, I was, I was, I was actually popular back in high school. Um, so, I was in a band, and one Stay night. <laughs> the name of my band was Cock, <laughs> K A W K, and it was the greatest band of all time. I was the drummer first, and then became the uh, rhythm guitarist slash vocalist, and then slowly transitioned to being the bassist. All right, and so now that's why the name it's gonna come up in the story. I had to ask, I had to ask that question. <laughs> so um, it was one night. It was me, my brother, and a friend who lived in obviously Mountain House, and uh, my friend. He, he lived on the farm that Mountain House was built on, so uh, because of that, like, we'd always go over to the farm and hang out with, like, farm animals and shit and whatnot. Um, it's gonna make sense, don't worry. So, uh, I, it's, I'm so, like, shocked that this actually happened. So, <laughs> one night we're sitting there, we're a bunch of horny teenagers, and I'm like, you know, we're like, oh, we're gonna see some titties, you know? Like, we wanna see some titties. And, like, one of my friends gets on my computer, and I'm like, no, I wanna see some real titties. Let's see if we can call the local slut, and we'll call her Snaggle. Um... We were like, yo, let's call up, we'll, we'll, we'll hit up Snaggle, we'll see what she's doing. And uh, one of our friends has a number, texts her, what are you doing right now? Oh, I'm just chilling at the house. We're like, okay, we're coming over. So we get on our, on our skateboards, and we skate all the way from one side of Mountain House to the other, so we can see some titties. In the middle of the night, dude. Stupid. Fucking stupid. Um, we get there, and we see Snaggle and Bliss hanging out the window, um, and they're like, rapping or something. Like, just, just fucking around. And we're like... Hey, little ladies, you hungry? You know, like, just being stupid kids. And they come downstairs, and Bliss was something that was different. Like, she was she was half, or no, she was a fourth Japanese. Um, and, like, yeah, I was I was a, a low-key weeaboo. Like, I was a closeted weeaboo, so, like, anything that was Japanese, I was like, oh, my God, uh, you know, at this, that point. This is, this is when you weren't an asshole anymore. No, I was still an asshole. Okay, okay. No, this, I was, this whole time I was an asshole. Um... <laughs> I mean, after I tell this story, you'll know I'm an asshole. <laughs> like, so I'm sitting there and I'm like, oh yeah, like this chick's gorgeous, you know, she's beautiful, I've never seen her before, I don't know who she is, but she's great. And me and my brother, we kind of have competitions with each other, so like, he fucking, um, and he's so smooth, he's so smooth, and I'm like, Jesus Christ, you asshole, he knows exactly what to say, he knows exactly what to do, and I see him make a move. He walks up and he's about to approach and he's about to talk to Bliss. And, you know, steal all the attention. And I was like, no, I must have her for myself. And me being the weirdo that I am, I'm like, what can I do to fully get this chick's attention? I swear to God, at the moment, uh, I was looking around and there happened to be a chicken. And again, my friend uh, who we're with, he's from the farm. Uh, Snaggle lived next to the farm. So farm animals would walk onto her property all the time. And this chicken was named Shaniqua. Only real name I'll ever give is the chicken's name. <laughs> so Shaniqua walks up. And I'm like, oh shit, yeah, Shaniqua, let's do this. So (laughs) I grab, I grab this chicken, right? Grab it, give it a pet, you know, let it know that it's me because it recognizes me. I take it and I stuff it down my pants. I walk up to Bliss and right in the middle of what my brother was saying, I look her straight in the face and I'm like, hey, you want to see my cock? Take off my pants, open it up and bam, the fucking chicken comes out. (laughs) Everyone was laughing. Everything was great. And we got married. Like, <laughs> that is what happened. That is how I found this person. And that's an amazing story that I will never have. I will never have another story like that. And I, honestly, I don't know if I want to. But, dude, it was, perfect. it was weird. How I Lost My Virginity. Definitely a funny story. Um, so it was me, Bliss, and my brother were upstairs in my room, just chilling, just hanging out, doing my shit. And I was like, I gave, I gave my brother the look. Like, all right, it's time. I'm going I'm to make my move. I'm a fuck. And, um... You guys were married yet, though. No, no, hell no. Yeah, yeah. Hell no. No, I was still 17. Okay. Um, 
again, it's like as soon as I grabbed a guitar, you know, everyone was like, oh, I want to fuck you. And it's like, yes, you know, finally. Um, but I was one of those guys where like I had women throw themselves at me and I was like, no, like I'm going to wait until I find the perfect, the, per the perfect one. And yeah. I thought Bliss was. So I was like, yeah, let's do this. And so dumb. So fucking, um, I, I shut the door, obviously. And I was like, shit, like my brother has to be here pretty much because yeah. if he's not in the room, my parents going to think something's going on. And luckily, me and my brother, we have, like, a psychic connection. We, like, know what we're thinking. Yeah. And he understood what was going on. So he's like, oh, I got it. And he puts on his headphones, and he sits in my closet and just listens to music. And the funny thing is, he was actually listening to Lady Gaga during the whole thing. And I was like, all right, cool. And I'm like, okay. I turn on my computer, and I go to Playlist.com, and I play, a, I put, put it on shuffle, and I put on a song from Playlist.com, and I'm like, all right, cool. So, you know, me and Bliss, we're laying on the bed, we're making out, we're doing our things. I start taking off clothes, she starts taking off clothes, I take out the condom, I put it on, and right as I slip it in, fucking what song pops up? Jizz in my pants. So, I have sex, first time, lasted maybe 45 seconds. <laughs> Busted real quick. Didn't even get to finish the song. She is in my pants. And I was like... I thought you still like was able to get up for that. I wouldn't even like... I was like Dude, I was so out of it. But I was like, I was like I'm was like i not going to let this ruin it. I'm not going to let this... And I did it. And it, it still sucked. Like, I'll be honest. It sucked. I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. <laughs> um, but luckily, I was able to... Like a like a death clock song or something came on after. And I'm like, yeah! Kana number two. Round two. Let's do it. Uh, 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 uh. And I remember one time... Um, I think this was on the same day, too. Uh, my brother was sitting on the computer and he was just wasn't looking he broke code wasn't looking and my other my younger brother goes to open the door and i see my brother's leg just go whoosh, as he just kicks the door shut and just holds it as i'm just like yes gotta finish uh and it was great awesome i was the first one of my friends to lose my virginity which is interesting <laughs> um but yeah that was that was that story <laughs> so stupid so dumb um I was also a very, like, because I, that was the first person I had sex with, and I was the only person I'd had sex with for, like, five years. And then, after that, uh, got with another chick, had sex with her for about, you know, it was two years of relationship with her, and then two years of relationship with the, with the other chick. So, like, I'm in my mid-twenties, and I've only been with, like, fucking three people, and I felt like shit, because everyone would always have these stories and do all crazy shit, which is why during the podcast, I was like, fuck it, I'm gonna see how this Tinder thing works, and I jumped my numbers quite a lot and I'm not impressed with myself I'm very upset with myself to be honest and that's that's one of the reasons why I love doing the podcast and like sharing my experiences because honestly guys like it doesn't fucking matter like you know quantity over quality you know I if I had just kept it to the three people it would have been fine you know I had I've had pregnancy scares I've had fucking STD scares you know I've had yeah, I've had those. I've had a it wasn't really a pregnancy scare but it was like oh shit what if I got her pregnant? You know, one of those things where it's like a pre-pregnancy scare, like waiting to see if I get that phone call. Fuck, man. No. I've had, I've had a terrible sexual experience, which that will not, I'll, tell, I'll save that for another, another episode, but a terrible experience. Like, but then again, that's what it all was. It was experiences. I was able to, um, you know, branch myself out, get with those of all different colors, all different sizes, all different flavors. Yeah, different sizes for sure for you. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I found somebody that I enjoyed, and I was like, yeah, awesome. And it was, it's great, beautiful. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I've, I've definitely done a lot in the past year. I'm not talking about sex, but, like, growing up in that way. And that's, like, one of the things that is helping is this podcast. And, like, it's not just helping. It's not just us helping other people. It is also helping me, allowing me to focus on myself, almost use myself as, like, a control to be able to, um, to experiment in a way and understand how other people do things and how dating works with other people. It's crazy hearing that story, man. <laughs> I originally jumped on this podcast not even thinking about what was the benefits of anything. I just did it. Mm -hmm. I, mean, I mean, you know, you were there. Mm -hmm. I was like, this is still a podcast, bro. <laughs> I mean, you were like, okay, for sure. You, the only thing I, I respect about you, man, you were like down. Yeah. You're down to do whatever we want. Like, every, anything I bring up, you're like, let's do it. Let's do it. Fuck let's it. Let's do it. Fuck, Fuck it. it. Let's do I don't, it. I don't believe in YOLO, but I do believe in experience. Right. I do believe, like, you know... The worst thing, the worst thing that can happen, yes, you can fail at whatever you do. But what's worse than failing is when you just don't do it. Yeah. You know, I would rather see my creation, you know, fucking burn 
than never be anything at all. Yeah. Because then if it's not anything at all, it's a waste. So like I've always been that kind of person where it's like, yeah, like I want to do it. Like I'm not. Uh, so I was in a band. I was actually in like three bands. Actually, I was in Cock, Phantasmagore, Psycho, um, the Mulatto Brothers, um, and then recently I was about to get into a new band, uh, then Crowned, but that ended up falling through before it became anything. So, like, I've been in multiple bands because it's like, fuck it, you know, why not? What if one gets big or what if it doesn't? I don't care. I want I want the experience of whatever it is. I used to own a, me and my brother, we used to own a, um, what's it called? A skateboard company together. Yeah. Um, we ran it with each other. It's called Chaos Theory. So, now I guess it is public that everybody knows. But yeah, we used to, we used to own that together. And, like, I still have projects and I still, I actually want to bring back Chaos Theory as more of, like, a skate clothing yeah. in a way and maybe some skateboards here and there but like I used to draw back in high school so like I used to draw out boards and we used to sell them to people and like we didn't make a shit ton of money obviously I'm not fucking rich but it was cool to be like I got a company yeah. and then fucking wife ended that dream <laughs> and same thing I actually had a YouTube channel which is still up it's fucking shitty but I had a YouTube channel and that went through like three iterations and I'm actually planning so I guess this is a this is a uh, announcement in a way. I'm actually planning on bringing my YouTube channel back. Actually, I'm going to do two channels, two separate ones that, um, you know, one that's very specific to things that I like and one that's spe one specific to one thing that I like. Um, but I love being in front of a camera. I, I, and I'm very, I have a lot of information and I feel like, you know, I'm well enough that I want people to know what it is that I do and what it is that happens. I don't really believe in making like vlog videos or anything. I used yeah. to do vlog videos, but I don't really think my life is that cool to be able to do it, but I've always wanted to be a director. Yeah. Like, thick and thin, I've always wanted to be a director. I've always wanted to be part of movie production, you know, either writer, producer, director, um, even, you know, prop designer. Like, that's what I used to do, because me and my brothers and our friends, we used to make movies back in high school. And uh, we had this one project we worked on called James and Blake, which was like a... It sucked because we were working on this, and we were working really hard, and it, it's pretty much the premise of Hangover. And like, at that the again, huh? that's the thing is, Hangover then came out, and we're like, fuck! Like people are gonna think we're we're ripping off this movie, and we're not. Like, we have the 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 video evidence, the the receipts in a way. We were filming this before they were. It's like, god yeah. damn it, you know? They pissed us off. But like, yeah. I still want to pursue that, which is why, like, again, like podcasting was a way to get myself out there and you know get my name out there and be like. I want to see if I can do it. And I'm still, that's the plan is now I'm like, fuck it. I'm going to do it, you know? I'm going to get, get this gun. That's what's up, man. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, that's what's up, man. Because like, that's what I respect about you, man. Like, you're always one to always kind of jump into it. And you always want to like, you know, you do something big. And like, that's why I had you originally, we kind of established this whole podcast thing. Because like, like you said, same thing, you know, we're, we're, we're doing something just, because I'm kind of in that same mindset, like, I do want to, like, leave an impact on something, you know what I mean, so, um, whether it's with this or something else, but, like, it's cool to kind of see that, you know, we're just doing something, you know, nothing bad, we're just doing something, like, we're actually pursuing something, so that's, that's cool, man, that's always expected about you, man, mm -hmm. um, yeah, man, so, I guess I can ask you another question. Yeah. Why date? <laughs> <laughs> the name of the, of the thing? Why date? So, um... In terms of this, that. Yeah. You know, honestly, it is a very hard question to answer. And especially uh, through recent events and past events and yeah. soon-to-be-future events and stuff, it's a very hard question, you know? Um, when it comes to why date... Why do I do it is different from why somebody else would do it. Why do I do it? Because I enjoy it. I like being, I like having a partner. I mean, I grew up reading comic books. I grew up reading things like Batman. You know, Batman always had Robin at his side. I grew up reading X-Men. And X-Men always, they were a team. And I loved being part of a team. I'm not a, I'm, I'm a lone wolf when I have to be, but I don't enjoy being it. 
And, like, I, I like that experience to be able to come home and, like, talk to somebody and have it work like that. Um, and when we when we initially started the podcast, the whole purpose was I was 100% for dating. I was like, dating is the yeah. only way to go. You know, get, get, get in a date as quick as you can. You know, get into dating, boyfriend, girlfriend, and all the way. Just don't get married. And um, I was opposite. Yeah, and you were completely <laughs> opposite. You are like, don't date, just get married to yeah. somebody, you know, business-wise and all that. Um, now I can, I can definitely say my mindset has changed. Yeah. Like it's, it's changed not, over the time. Yeah. Yeah. Same. But that, that's what, that's what's, you know, we're only, we're human. Like we don't, we don't think the <laughs> same way. The, I don't, the stuff I look back on the podcast was the first time I was like, oh my God. Yeah. I'm a tyrant. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've, I've definitely changed. I can definitely say like season two, I think. Yeah. Uh, that's when I started to become more like, fuck, fuck dating, fuck this, yeah. blah, fuck Tinder, you know. Um, how do I still feel now? Yeah, I enjoy dating. Absolutely. <laughs> still. Still to this day, I enjoy dating. I don't enjoy blind dates. I don't enjoy uh, Tinder dates in a way. I mean, growing to a Tinder date, I guess. Like, when you find... You can find somebody on Tinder, absolutely. And that's fine. And, you know, do what you gotta do. But I don't like the idea of, like, waiting for something like that. Like, I, I like finding somebody in the wild. It's like fucking Pokemon hunting and shit, you know? Um... <laughs> Pidgey. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Get it. Get it. Um, so like, and I'm, I'm still a partner kind of person. Like, yeah. I still I still want a partner. I want somebody to be there because I don't... It is true. I have... I. It's kind of a fear. It, it's it's a... Uh, what would you consider it? A um, insecurity. I don't like... I was alone for a lot of my life. So I've never liked the idea of continuing to be alone. And that's, that is a problem that I have. And getting with somebody isn't a good enough an excuse just oh, i need to be with somebody to be with somebody so that way i don't feel alone no like fuck that you know give somebody that you want to be with um now my only mindset against marriage was i had a bad i had a really bad experience and like am i still against marriage kind of i'm against um the idea of what new age marriage is okay i'm, I'm part of the statistic now I've, I've been divorced and i hate that i wish i didn't and I got married for a stupid reason. I got married to please uh, the person I was with and not for my own self. But uh, I've been in love and I've, I've, I will continue to be in love with people. And like with that, if I find somebody that I really would want to do that, I have to really would want to do that, you know? But I've had that thought crossed in my head of should I, would I, could I? And I would say yes, like to be honest. The thing that I'm doing now is I don't I don't believe because I I think I think wrong for a lot of shit I think I I make stupid decisions and I don't want to make stupid decisions so I've what I've done recently is I've always given uh, whoever I'm dating whoever I'm with them the option I'm like listen like if you say if you want it yeah I'm not gonna say no like flat out I'm not gonna say no but if it was up to me I'd ask you right now and that could fuck it fuck everything up you know. Yeah. So I would always be like, if yeah, I would always give the the female, the position of like, if you want to get married, you have to propose to me, and that's how I'm giving it to everybody. You have to propose to me. You got to be the one to come to me, and you know you can get on. You don't have to get on to me, but if you want to, you know, do the whole shebang. So, okay, and then wouldn't that be pleasing her then if you say yeah? Sure. You said you didn't want to please anybody. Well, it's not. It's Dude. not exactly just pleasing the person. It's just. How I feel is like, cause I like I said, like I when I love somebody, I love somebody. Like yeah. I put everything in. I love that person, one hundred percent. You know, two balls to the wall. I love that person. And sometimes love blinds you and it makes you do stupid things, and that's true. And if it, if I really really love somebody, I I don't want to just I don't want to just pop the question, just because it's what I think is the right thing to do and kind of like solidify the situation that I am that I'm in. Yeah. I don't want that. I don't want to just be like. Yes, let's do this, you know, because I'm afraid of ruining it at yeah. the end, you know, that's why I give the option, and it's not, it's not pleasing them, it's just, I already know where I stand, where I'm gonna say yes, flat out, if I'm, if I'm offering the, hey, whenever you're ready, asking the question, that means I'm ready, like, yeah. 100%, that means I'm ready, um, it's just, I want to make sure they're ready, and I don't want to get a no, you know how heartbreaking that'd be? And it's that same pressure on that person of if I say, let's get married. And they're like, oh, well, I'm going to feel like shit. That's why they do the whole proposing thing, man. Because, like, they can't fucking say no. That's the problem. But I don't want that. And then later on, they're like, ooh, shoot. And then, like, you plan all this shit. And you're like, oh, I don't mm -hmm. want to do this anymore. You're like, what? Yep, I don't want all that. this stuff planned. 
But it's, it's, I mean, like, yeah, are you still, op- are you open for marriage? Yes. So now you're no longer how you were before. I, but, you know, I have, I still have strong feelings against marriage. Yeah. But I'm not, a, I'm not fully against marriage yeah. now. I think a lot of it was just because of when I got married. It was for a bad reason. Yeah. It was for a bad, it was a bad decision. And it was, it was just overall not the right thing to do. Um, and I honestly think it's what ruined my relationship was doing it. Like, if we just didn't keep it like that, it, things would have been better. I, I 100% believe it. Like, if we waited another two, three years, things would have been better. For sure. Um, and that's what, that's what I wish I did. But, like, I can't say that I don't want to get married. Like, I miss wearing the ring. I, I miss that ring so much. I miss wearing that ring, dude. I just, it's, it's one of those things. I like, I like wearing jewelry. Like, I'm not gonna lie. I have fucking things in my ears. Like, I love wearing jewelry. And the ring is definitely a big thing. And it has a, it has a a purpose to it. And I'm not a possessive person, but I like the idea of going out and like proving my worth and being like here, you know, giving somebody the something. And, and I love the idea of two people being bound together forever. Like that is a very beautiful, amazing idea. I just don't like how marriage is perceived nowadays. Yeah. And I wish that nowadays could be fixed. And I have ways of fixing nowadays relationships. You know, little little snips and pips and shit like that. Yeah. Just things I've learned over my uh, my years, I guess. And that's why, again, like this, these are things I want to bring up in other episodes on like how to how to get these things to work. Like how to run a perfect marriage, like a good <laughs> marriage. Even You've though, been through it, man. Yeah, I've been through it. I've been through shit when it came to it. And I know how to make things a little bit better. At least I think I know. So I, w- I want to, I, I can't test it out. I'm not just going to get married to somebody to test out this theory and be like, all right, bye. You know, like, but Done, that works. these are things where it's like, and I want, I want the community to give me props and give, or not props, but to give me like, um, what do you call it? Um, advice on like what they think, or especially if I give an idea out and they're like, well, I don't believe that or blah, blah, blah. Like, I want to know why you don't believe that. Number one. But I want to hear people. I, I love when people disagree with me because it's like, okay, why? Like, why do you not think the same way I do? Because I'm not, I don't, I don't get offended when someone doesn't believe the same thing I do. I go, okay, why is that? And I hear their side. I can agree with them or not agree with them, but it's their opinion. Yeah. And I want to hear more of that. And that's what I love about that. I love this job. You know, I love, I, I love being able to, you know, communicate with people and get their side of things. Anyway, next question. Next question. I'm looking up right now. Sorry. I was like, kind of like, <laughs> trying to get to the other one. All I right. I got that. I got that sweet radio voice. Just soothes <laughs> you in. <laughs> I know it, we've asked this question probably before. Um, your questions, what's my fetish? This is going to be one of those things like where fetish means like I like Asians, is it? We can get into the dating ones, okay. Mm. Here's a better question. Sorry. I'm like looking at it. I have a- I'm not going to lie, I like smart girls. 100%. I want somebody I can talk to. I don't like, I don't like done things to people. Um, I, I, I want to have intelligent conversations with people and I enjoy having intelligent conversations with people. Um, I'm, I'm actually, like, I'm not even boasting my own shit. I am a smart person. I've been tested. I'm, I'm, I'm gifted in that way. So I don't want to have, and I have dated somebody who's actually smarter than me. And that was a challenge, 100%. Because when you know that you're smarter than somebody, you show it. And that sucks. My thing is, I don't. Like, I'm smart, but I don't like, I don't, I've never been that kind of person to prove myself in that way, because I'll just, you know, you'd say something, I'll just figure it out, and be like, alright, cool, but I don't go like, well, I think, blah, 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 well, you gotta listen to me, because I'm smart, you know, fuck that shit, you know, because that's how, my dad's very much that way, and I always hated when he did yeah. that to me, because my dad's a fucking genius, <laughs> like, actual genius, I'm, I'm above, I'm definitely above average, I think I tested at a 140... Two or one forty-three IQ, mm-hmm. and you know that's why that was why I was able to like skip. Um, I skipped a grade, which yeah, I completely forgot to talk about that. Like I skipped eighth grade, which sucked. Stupid idea, don't skip eighth grade. A lot of shit happens in eighth grade apparently. A lot going from seventh grade to high school is stupid. Don't ever do it. And then I I graduated high school before everybody. I was like fuck it, like I don't want to do this anymore. So I just graduated. I took all I took all the tests. I took everything. I was like I didn't get out of here. And just graduated school. I was like, I don't want to be here anymore. I don't like school. Yeah. And, I mean, did it do anything? Did being a genius do anything for me? No. Like, I didn't go to college. No, no, I went to college. I just didn't like it because it's not my thing, you know? Yeah. I'm more I'm more um, of a person who wants to do 
You know, like, I don't want to sit down and learn a bunch of bullshit that I'm not going to be able to do anything with you. And though it's like, well, yeah, but sometimes this will click. I'm like, no, dude, fuck you. Okay. Yeah. I, I w- I'm an artist in my own, in my own way. And I don't need a college degree, in my opinion, to do art. Yeah. So I just want to, I just want to do versus learn and then do. I want to just do and just gain from experience. That's my kind of way. Um, fetishes with women. Must have. We, Must have. Um, that was his only one. Yeah, that was intelligence. <laughs> intelligence, one hundred percent. Um, but. I mean that, but B U T T. Yeah. Booty. I am an ass man over a tit man. I don't know what it is. Actually, I do know what it is. It's black side. Well, my mom, uh, actually, so she's you know, she has gigantic tits and no ass. I don't know how the fuck that happened. Black woman with no ass is disgusting. Um. <laughs> I just I'm sorry, but it's it's gross. Like and I think That's it's be I honestly think it's because of that. Because I am not I mean tits are great, like I'm not gonna say no, you know, but ass is like a requirement for me. Like I need to be able to like hold on to something, yeah. you know, be able to like feel something. I love there's nothing more in this world I love than waking up and either seeing the my lady get up out of bed and walk in her underwear or no underwear, you know, whatever it is, walk away and watch that ass move. That's oh my god! That's amazing. Well, it's even worse. Well, she has a baby. Well, that's not attractive. What, on the front, I don't give a shit. That's my baby. Or again, like if someone's laying down, and that ass is just like, like a hill, dude. Like I actually try to stay clear from my own races yeah. because I'm very much into wanting to broaden everything. One of the things is Asian, Hispanic. Um, so it must be that. Indian. Okay. Um, Indian. Tap the shit out of them. But I've never wanted to be in a relationship. Mm-hmm. And the same thing with whites, like. I honestly don't going, but there really isn't too much going on. Um, so it's not anything that I see myself running for. So I've, I have. And I remember we had an episode with, uh, with Heartbreak Asian uh, about fetishizing, yeah. which was, in his way, I see, still I've been thinking about it over and over. And honestly, I don't consider what my dilemma is as a fetish. Yeah. Because out of all the races, my two favorites would be that of uh, Latino or Hispanic descent or that of Asian descent. Um, I prefer those. You want to go Filipino? Shut up. <laughs> I mean, just get the one in between. Yeah, <laughs> no, both. I mean, I can. I got I mean, whatever, but <laughs> it's could. just, I could. I could. It is, it is my parameter. Like, it is what's in there. It's just, you know, I haven't found the right one yet, you know? <laughs> um, but yeah, it's, I don't consider it a fetish because I don't see... I consider a fetish in that moment is like, oh, yeah, I only did Asians. Like, I only did Asians. And that that's the thing. Like, I only did well, Asians, you know? Talk about must-haves, man. Must-haves. Must-haves. That finished Asian. Sorry. Oh, okay. Fine, fine. We'll go, we'll go back to Must-haves. Um, sorry. So, <laughs> races that aren't mine. That's number three. Shit. Um, honestly, at this point, I kind of like I kind of like when a girl has money okay. and kind of has her shit together. Okay. You know? Just a little bit of her shit together. Awesome. Um, personality is a big thing. Okay? I don't like boring people. I like people with personality. I want people who want to... Who want to do things. I don't want people who want to sit back and just wait for shit to happen. Um, and I'm not a misogynistic asshole. I don't want I don't want a wife. I don't want somebody who's going to wait until I get home, have dinner, prepared, set. No. I want somebody who's who... I, I want to be a house dad. You know, that's always been my thing is I want to be the, the house father or whatever. Must have. That is a must have. That's a must not. That's a must not. I haven't even got that question yet. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> must have. I don't know. Give me give me, give me, me some of the nots because I have more no's than I have yes. You do. <laughs> you throw it was a not after. I was like, I've had a lot of experiences. Max. All right. So, must nots. Okay, we'll go to must nots. So, we got four. Mm-hmm. One is. <laughs> go ahead. What's one? What for must-haves? Must must-haves. Must must-haves? Must yeah. That's right. Oh, so let's see. It was uh, smart, booty, um, race that's not mine, and independent. Financially. Financially. And personality. And personality. Okay. Yeah. All right. Must-nots. Must-nots. Must-not be that race. Is that, you know, you might as well not add that one because that's like already a must-not. That's pretty much. <laughs> I got four left. On um, let's not. see. Must-nots. Uh, you know, race that's not mine. Um, please have a personality, so that means don't be boring. Um, don't be... I don't like weak women. I don't. Again, read comic books. I love Wonder Woman. Yeah. I don't like weak women. Um, a lot of my favorite superheroes are female. Um, I don't... This is another thing that's weird. So, like, a lot of people would assume that because I'm into nerd shit that I'd only want to date somebody who's into nerd shit, and that's not true. Um, I want... I would date anybody who has any affiliation with anything. I don't care. 
I'm not a big sneakerhead fan. So like, that's no. This is a, this is a must not. Okay. I'm not a sneakerhead fan. Huh. I'm not a sports car fan. Huh. None of that. So I don't really find any of those things attractive. So I don't really go out to things like that. Yeah. I don't really like girls that go to clubs to <laughs> do lots of dancing and things like Ratchetness. that. Ratchetness. I don't like ratchet women. I don't like Ratchet. ignorance. I don't like drama. Any of that shit. I'm a very basic guy. <laughs> I want somebody who will just be there, be nice, be chill. You know, that's how it is. I'm not really too much ooh, not really too much into heavy drinkers or smokers. I don't really like cigarettes. I don't like cigarettes at all, to be honest. Um, um, drug use, absolutely not. Um, this is more of a must-have. Uh, I When I date somebody, um, there's always the option in my head of having a child. Always. And I always look towards the future of having a child. So a must-not is if they're not willing to do that. Like, that's a, that's a complete turnoff to me. And I'm not saying, like, every girl I date I want to have a kid with, but if it were to happen, I want the person I'm dating with for me to be like, okay, we can do this. I don't want to date somebody and then, you know, oh, I'm pregnant, and be like, oh, shit. You know, I don't want that moment. So that's a, that's a must-not, in my opinion. Um, I don't care if you live with your parents. We're in, we're in the fucking Bay Area. Everyone lives with their parents. Um, poor... There's a difference between being poor and being... Um, not financially stable. Yeah. So, I mean, I brought it up with the must-haves, but it's like, there's a difference, because I've met poor people who just, yeah. who like want to be poor, and I, I'm not about that at all. Yeah. Like, take a fucking shower, brush your goddamn teeth, you know? Things like that. Take care of yourself. Take care of yourself. Okay. You know, I don't like, I, I don't, I'm not a huge high-maintenance fan, but yeah. I'm not a big no-maintenance fan. Low-maintenance is fine, but no-maintenance and high-maintenance are no-goes. Okay. For sure. So what's not? What's wrong, must nuts? Um, <laughs> must nuts. One is. Oh, you want me to go over it again? Yeah, you Dude, I had a lot. Because there was like a whole bunch of stuff. Like, yeah, like must well, nuts. I, I got, I got a lot. Five things. Five things. Five things for must nuts. Yeah. Um, <laughs> hold on. Let me take a sip of my tea and get this shit. God ready. damn it. <laughs> must nuts. Okay. One. High maintenance. No maintenance. Okay. None of those. Um, two. two. Fuck, I almost like forgot what we were. What was the whole list of things I was ratchet about. club goers? Don't like ratchet drama infested club, club goers. goers. Um, three. I'm not into uh. Those that prime... the people that don't want a kid. Yeah, yeah, that's Someone a big who one. Who doesn't want to have kids? Yeah, who doesn't? Who doesn't want a future? In a way. Four. Four. Um, I want I I want somebody who's established. So I mean that would get into. I don't want somebody who doesn't have... Again, it's more like, like a future. A goal. A goal, exactly. That's um, still and... That's still three. That's still three? Oh, yeah, yeah, fuck. Yeah, we don't cut that. Fuck. Um, <laughs> personality, like I want a boring people. person. Yeah, I was like, personality, I don't want a boring person. Okay. Um, and uh, I guess the last one was like... Druggy smokers. All yeah, those. smokers. Not into that. Bam. Drug dealers. There we go, there's five. Five things. There's a Max lot. Max Savage. <laughs> we finally got five. I know we tend to get carried away. It's like, oh, I do. I ramble. <laughs> I ramble. I'm good at it. Sheesh. Yeah, I'm trying to keep five questions. All right. So. Here I was thinking it's going to be an easy interview. No, it never is with you, man. <laughs> it's like having like Renaissance man on here, man. Jeez. Mm-hmm. Like, these heartbreak issues like, bam, bam, bam. All right, cool. We got it. All right, so next question is, how are you meeting people now? Hmm. Hmm. God. Skip. Just kidding. <laughs> Make it quick. How, how, do I, how am I meeting people now? Um, the classic way, through friends. You know, I'm not into the whole online dating anymore. <laughs> I don't like it, so I'm not doing it that way. I'm just doing it the natural way. Any pointers for it? I'll take it. I can't give any, but I'll take any pointers anybody's got. <laughs> okay. Another one. Last question. Okay. How do you feel about modern dating now? Sucks. It's fucking stupid. I hate modern dating. <laughs> I wanted to keep this for another episode, but no, I'm gonna, I'm gonna blast this out oh, right shit. now. So, I, Make it quick. funny thing is, I was, I was watching a comedy thing with, uh, with Chris Rock, and he had a really good point. His parents have been married for like 40-something years, yeah. and he believes the reason why... Uh, that they've been able to stay together for so long is because of the lack of communication between the two. And I think that's actually genius. The dad would go to work at 8 o'clock in the morning, 
and would have no communication with his wife until he gets home at 8 o'clock at night. That's perfect. I think that's great. Um, communication's absolutely per. I don't want to say that communication's yeah, bad, no. But nowadays, dating, as soon as you leave the house, you can text somebody. You know, you're always, the person's always there. The person's always, you know, you can you can keep them updated on, like, what's going on, what's happening here, what's doing that with that. And it, it lacks something because think about it. Like, if let's say you're dating somebody and you go out and you do a lot of things and you're telling that person everything that's going on that day. Like, yeah, yeah I went to this. Yeah, I went to that. Yeah, I'm right here right now. Yeah, let me pick you something up. Yeah, whatever, blah, blah, blah. You get home. What the fuck do you have to talk about? Yeah. I think that's what a lot of relationships lack on is they get home, they sit down, they lay with each other, and then it's... They have nothing to talk about, so they either like put on the TV, and you know, women. I'm gonna, I'm not gonna lie. They're gonna go like, I want to talk. Why don't we talk anymore? It's like we've literally been talking all day, and that's the truth. That's 100% the truth. Is we have been talking all day. It's just not in person. So I, I, I initiated the idea of cutting that off. Really, like, texting isn't supposed to be another way of t- communicate, like talking to somebody. It's supposed to be a way of you know, like if you wanted to call the person, you know. Like, I like, at the end of the day, telling somebody my story for the whole day. But I don't want to have to go over exactly what I've already said before. I want it to be a whole fresh thing. Guess what I did today, you know? Like, that's that's my big thing is. And I think that's a huge problem with nowadays dating is that people, you know, you have social media. You know, you can follow everybody on Snapchat, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and know exactly who someone's hanging out with. And it's it's almost, it's scary. It's stalkerish in a way. And it's not even it's accidental. Like you can just get a tweet from your from your girlfriend. She's at the club, and it's like, okay. Then then you start getting jealous. Like what's going on? Instead, just let her do her thing. Yeah. You know, let her go to the club, come home, and then you know you so can ask five guys last night. Like, oh shit. Well, that's a, that's that's a personal problem. But if you sit there and you bug her while she's there, then yeah. she, all she's gonna do is be like, what the fuck, this asshole, and ignore you. Yeah. Don't do that. Just just put your phone down. Let her do her thing. When she gets home, she'll be like. I had a fun time. Here's what I did. And you don't have to worry because she wouldn't have a reason to lie if you just don't have to, if you don't get in her shit about stuff, she's not going to do anything. Yeah. I 100% believe that. Then again, I don't want to date somebody who goes to the club, but you know, or you know, one, one, I think, I forgot who it was, but somebody else was talking about that too, where it's like, if, if your girl's got to go, just let her go. Like don't, don't join in with her. In fact, just do your own thing. Like, you know, keep with the least amount of communication during stuff like that because it's, it's a way to grow. Because now you have something to talk about later on, and that's something that's beautiful. Oh, we're on live. We on live. How's it going, guys? Kind of late. Mm. Sipping my tea, enjoying life, looking at my missing tooth. I hate this missing tooth, but nobody <laughs> notices it, which is the weirdest thing. I've had people sit there and go, "You're missing a tooth? It's right in the fucking front of my face." Well, now the world knows. So, bam. Well, that's why I'm a savage. I gotta fight with a bear. Took this fucker out. So yeah, man. Yeah. I mean, that's. I mean, definitely, man. I I think uh, I'll have my spiel about that next time. Oh, gotcha. I don't. I can't wait to do your interview. <laughs> I can't wait. I don't know, man. Should I have everybody on here? Oh, absolutely. Everyone's I think interview? we should all ask questions. <laughs> all of us should ask the questions. We'll bring main Jik, name uh main chick Jenny. Oh, we'll bring, we'll bring oh, back shit. Ocean. Ocean. I'm just kidding. <laughs> bring her back. All right, but um. <laughs> Yeah, that's it, man. I don't have any other questions, man. Unless you have anything you want to say to the listeners. Um, don't be silly. Wrap your willy. I'm surprised I haven't had a kid. <laughs> like, I'm honest. I'm, it's not really a surprise. I'm almost concerned at this point. I mean, I've been sexually active since I was 17. Like I said, 17. Yeah. I've, I've had pregnancy scares, but I've never had pregnancies. Yeah. And it's like, hmm. Like, is everything working right? Like, I, I wear skinny jeans. Like, okay, I'm on live so everybody can see what's going on. But these are, these are some skinny jeans, you know? And the people have always said that this is going to, like, lose blood circulation in your dick or balls or whatever. <laughs> and it's like, I'll, is this true? Because I haven't, I mean, it's an easy birth control for guys. Wear skinny jeans, I guess. Cause, I, mean, I wear skinny jeans. I mean, I don't know. I feel like they're comfortable. I mean, I, I haven't really pulled out. No, I don't I don't pull out. I don't believe it. I don't know. I never pull but out. That's that's another topic. Fuck <laughs> War Chronicles. All right. That's going to be one other. Fuck uh, War Chronicles. God be, damn it. Um, a question for your interview. Oh, damn it. How many times have you pulled out? Uh, Can you count it all in one hand? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Only five. Uh, five. All right. So, yeah, man, I don't really have any other questions, man. Like, that's definitely it. Thanks for coming on, man. It's definitely, again, thanks. Appreciate you for coming on the first time. 
having this thing going since the beginning. We mm -hmm. started this. Um, definitely, man. Much appreciated, man. Much love, man. Because you actually hopped in and did it while others didn't. Yeah. They hopped on a little later, man. But I respect everyone from coming on, man, and moving on here. So that's it, man. Uh, next week will be me. Oh, I'm fucking excited. Oh, <laughs> as soon as I look over, I was like, it's falling. Dude, I'm excited to do to do an interview with you, like, on you, like, because I, I know a little bit about your backstory, and now you know more about my backstory, Ooh, which is geez. good. So I'm it's funny. like, I get to hear more. That's awesome. Mm, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> um, yeah, that's it, guys. Uh, stay tuned. I know we went a little longer than we're supposed to, because this man always rambles all the time. That's what I do. But, um, yeah, thanks, you guys, for listening. We'll have it going... Next time, next week. Absolutely. All right. Take it easy. Bye. Peace.